0: Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called Judgment and Joy, mutually exclusive. Paul closes out Romans 14 by making an appeal to the Roman church to do what it takes to get along with one another. Make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. Whatever you believe about these things, talking about food or wine, keep it between yourself and God. There's no need for you to peddle your convictions about opinions or gray areas to other people. Don't try to put your trips on them. But by all means, if you feel it is wrong in your own conscience to eat or drink something, then do not violate your conscience, as that would be sin. Now notice with me again verse 17 of Romans chapter 14. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Ah, yes, Paul, it seems like this little verse was just slid quietly into the text and could be easily missed. Not so. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes! I would like to be so bold as to say that if we are given to passing judgment on others, we will struggle with knowing righteousness, peace, and joy in our lives. All three must be worked out in us believers by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, right? But how much room does the Holy Spirit have to come and work in us to grow and transform us in righteousness or holy living? How much room does He have to come and work His peace or gift us with joy if our hearts are filled with judgment, fault-finding, and criticism? dearest Lord this is right this is true please Lord forgive me for judgment and criticism I have leveled at others would you perform a judgment ectomy on me scoop out the yuck from my heart excise the wound so that in its place the spirit can move me toward right living and right thinking get rid of the cancer of criticism so that peace can reign your perfect peace I know that peace does not mean the absence of troubles in my life, but in the midst of the turmoil, a restful heart in you. Pull out the weeds, so that in their place, sunflowers of joy can burst forth. Ah, joy. Sweet joy. Hmm. Christian, let's you and me go on a crusade to bring back joy. Joy is linked with the heart of God. Yeah, it comes from the heart of God, because at the heart of God are all things good. For some, that is hard to swallow, because maybe the religious or judgmental Christians have painted God as austere, far off, possibly vindictive, or as a cosmic killjoy, when He is none of those. When I was 12 years old, I played the organ at the evening service of a neighborhood church. One of my favorite hymns had the chorus, It is joy unspeakable and full of glory and the half has never yet been told. The melody was pretty and the words sung of a joy that is unequaled and can't really even be described. That kind of joy comes only from knowing the Lord. Part of the joy of the Lord is how He feels about you, His beloved creature. The Father is ravished by you. You make Him smile. You make Him laugh. You make him leap for joy. You make his heart beat faster. The Bible even says you make him sing for joy. Whether or not you understand that does not stop God from feeling about you as he does. He loves your smile. <laughs> the blemishes, wrinkles, and extra pounds you have may bother you, but he looks right past them. He loves you just as you are. He loves you when you are awake, vibrant, and full of life. And he loves you when you're down, tired, and feeling lethargic. The truth is, God really likes you. In fact, he enjoys you. Thanks to the gracious act of his son, he also sees you perfectly redeemed when you put your trust in him. The great philosopher Blaise Pascal made this observation. There once was in man a true happiness of which now remained to him only the mark and empty trace which he in vain tries to fill from all his surroundings, seeking from things absent the help he does not obtain in things present. But these are all inadequate because the infinite abyss can only be filled by an infinite and immutable object. That is to say, only by God himself. So God, would you take away our judgmental spirits? Instead, will you fill our hearts with your love your joy, your peace, and your righteousness. If you'd like to read this, you can go to Pastor Woman, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is Judgment and Joy, Mutually Exclusive.